Hey everyone, it's Priya. Welcome back to the second episode of the Systematic Podcast. Uh, we all hope you are doing well and keeping safe. Hi guys, it's Alicia. Priya and I are so thrilled to be on this new journey with you all and we are extremely excited because in today's episode we have a very special guest. That is correct, Alicia, and how special is special? Special is actually an understatement. This young man is so important in my life and it's actually a great story because all three of us are like the bestest of friends and actually thanks to Priya I was introduced to this lovely person. I'm so blessed to have this handsome human in my life. He is the backbone to this podcast, really helping us to bring this project to life with his intelligence and smart technical skills. But I'd really like to introduce you to my main man, Shrey Palmer. Hey guys, this is Shrey. I am the aforementioned uh, partner of Alicia's and it's a pleasure to be on today's um, episode. And of course, a huge shout out to Priya, uh, the one and only Cupid in our lives. So truly thankful for all that she's done. So amongst the many skills that I have, one of them is definitely being a Cupid and definitely part-time at the moment. Look to go into future full-time opportunities, but it's been an absolute pleasure actually knowing Shrey. I've known him for many years. And for me, as once I had met him, I knew he would be ideal for my beloved sister. So it's a match made in heaven. And I'm so happy that I was able to really facilitate this, uh, you know, many years ago. It's been over four years of their love fest yes it's always a love fest with us and i'm so thankful for priya to um bring us together in union and like i said we're the bestest of friends and we do everything together because we're all on the same wavelength um so in this episode the word we have chosen for today's topic is poise now poise is graceful and elegant bearing in a person what does this actually mean someone with poise is polite they are kind, caring, and very considerate. Um, they carry themselves well and are adaptable in every situation and can pre present in an elegant way. And we believe, both Priya and I, we both believe that Shrey embodies poise and grace. Yes, definitely. I love to echo that. I mean, when I met Shrey and all the years I've known Shrey, I think for me, the important thing is he can present himself uh, in such poise. And I believe that kind of... T uh, goes into professionalism and also adapting to many different scenarios that we may have within our life, how we've met through business, every interaction we have. So it's it's a pleasure to have Shrey on our podcast. Let's get started. Uh, welcome Shrey. Hi, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Really, really good. Alicia and I are thrilled to have you here and we really want to get down to business. Let's set the scene. You know, what's your background? What have you studied? Go for it. So my background's very financial based. I did economics and international business at Greenwich. That's very interesting. So what got you into finance and that type of background? I don't know. It's just something logical about numbers. I think um, back in high school, I wanted to be an architect and I enjoyed studying physics and geography and maths. And I picked economics as an additional extra, like a plan B, if you will. And I was okay with letting architecture go. So I realized it wasn't my true passion at all. Because I just had let it go by year 13. So all in all, it was just uh, the logical aspect of numbers that attracted me to towards economics and the chain of events that occurs when somebody makes a choice and how other people are affected by it. And that was it. That's plain and simply my 
aspiration of studying economics at university. Brilliant. And now I want to move on to the theme of the podcast. And why do you think we chose you, Shrey, to represent the word poise? Because I think I paid you. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it was that, and all the help and all the support and help that you've been giving us. We needed to get you on first. But seriously, Shrey, why do you think we chose you? I think it's just um, because you guys are all lovely human beings. You recognize poise in yourself, so it's really identifiable in other people. I think that's why we have a circle of friends that we choose really meticulously. And so, if you see poise in me, it's because you see poise in yourselves. Wow, and that's it. That's... I, I think that's incredible. <laughs> I think that's another podcast in itself. And what you see in others is a reflection of yourself. What do you think? Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. That's a really good answer. <laughs> but what do you? What would you say poise means to you on more of a personal level? I think it's being true with oneself. I think when you're fully aware of where your strength and your weaknesses lie, it just comes down to how you portray yourself in front of the mirror. Because then if you're true to yourself, then there is no hiding it from other people. And I think you can live your life attempting to live by other people's terms and conditions, but that's living by someone else's script. Why not just be the storyteller of your own life and you know create poise in whatever shape and form you wish to? It's quite a, you know, it's a quite fluid term some people create poise just by being themselves, by being, you know, silent, but they have words or wisdom. But some people are quite, you know, comparatively loud. But it doesn't mean that loud in volume, it just means because they're loud in personality. But that's poise as well. I have a lot of friends who are like, you know, a differing personality. I have somebody who's quite the attention grabber and somebody who's quite uh, calm. But they both are the same definition of poise. Yeah, I like that because that was where I was going to lead on to my next question where it's understanding, we understand what poise is and it can be displayed mm. in different ways. Yeah. But how you've just answered that yourself, just saying you can be loud and have that personality and still have poise. But what's the differentiation between the two? So what's the level ground of poise? If you could pick five words and you think, yeah, that is what embodies poise as a term for you. I think self-confidence has to be at the forefront of it. If you don't feel comfortable within your own skin, then you can't feel comfortable around other people, right? And it just comes down to, first of all, having a high self-image of yourself. Do you feel like just because somebody else doesn't dis agree with you, does that deter your personal agreement to your own beliefs and values? So first of all, it comes down to self-esteem and self-image, primarily the synonymous. Secondly, it's uh, carrying yourself with um, <clears throat> a certain amount of grace. Right. Do you carry yourself with a certain moral compass? Right. And every day I wake up and I'm thinking of, you know, there are certain things I need to do today, but anything that I do shouldn't make me lose track of what I've set out to do ultimately. Right. So in, in narrow words, I can't bring it down to five words. It's a, it's a very open little question and it's, it's going to take years and years to write down key points and everybody has a different perspective. So I'm all ears about anybody else and I'm, I want you to actually tell me what other words that you'd feel would be encompassing within poise. We've got two out of five. Yeah. So let's see, it's like the questions come back to us and I like that. We've, you know, this isn't where we're just throwing questions to Shrey, but Shrey is also going to be showing, um, sharing and ask, asking us some questions. So for me, poise is handling yourself with grace no matter what challenge arises. So poise is also resilience for me. I feel like it's the ability to keep yourself level-headed 
in challenging situations. I like that, Shrey, catching us off guard and, you know, interviewing us instead of us interviewing <laughs> you. But for me, poise also really portrays in one's appearance. You know, how do you carry yourself? How do you groom and dress yourself? It speaks volumes that what you do, um, what you have in place to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, how are you showcasing your personality through your own style? And, you know, that could be the way you dress, the, the way you smile at others and how you greet people with kindness. So that's a point that I'd like to add. I like that. So we're four out of five yep. so far. That's, that's good. Let's <laughs> come up with another point to, to go with the five points of poise. I think um, it's feeding back to what you said, Priya, about level-headedness. It's like if you have that mental peace, then there is no outside struggle that can really deter you from said path, right? And I think it's an amalgamation of all five words, really. And I welcome everybody who's listening. And I know we truly appreciate anybody who has feedback for us, you know, just to, to open a conversation with this podcast, because that's what we're aiming to do, right? And so I think we've got those five words. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I agree. And one thing I think our listeners would also really appreciate is why is it important to develop poise? I would say it is important in some ways and it isn't, right? Because it's not something that you set out to do as a target. It just happens organically and through subconsciously. Um, the way you create your habits and that determines, of course, you know, our characteristics and the way we deal with our personal issues and the, de the way we deal with our personal circles determines on who's around us, right? So if you want to change the way you're living your life, then maybe set out to administer certain methods in place to develop that certain level of self-confidence. And then at the end of that journey, you'll have a certain amount of poise. So you don't set out to create poise, you set out to create a habit. So it's, it's an end, it's an end game. Right? It's not something that you set out to do. That was very thought-provoking and it's a definite throwback to our first episode, which is all about creating habits. Now available on Spotify. Thank you, Alicia, for the internal <laughs> promotion. So I really want to gently kind of move on to, we've discussed what poise is. Um, one, one element that I think is important is, Shrey, how do you portray your poise in your everyday life? I think wake up and talk to yourself about what is it that you're going to do today, right? That's it, really. It's very simple. I think uh, for me, I'll speak, obviously, I'm going to speak about myself. I'm not going to throw an ambiguously generic definition of the word out there. But for me, it's if I wanted to harvest it, it's about understanding if, if everything that I do has a certain moral compass to it, and then it'll be fine. If I scatter myself all over the place, then it's kind of losing the internal definition of it so when i set out to do anything it's about is this true to who i am right if i'm if it's not true to you if it doesn't align with what i have in mind then it's it's deterring me of course that's that's impressive because now poise has gone into your goals and aspirations in life and actually knowing what you want to do therefore you'll portray poise in your everyday life because you're aligned every day. It's quite, it's quite a yeah. big topic. I love how we've chosen this word. And when we were, when Alicia and I were even thinking about this word, we knew that Shrey inhibited this 
perfectly well but we also felt like this was a word that it's not really chucked around often Alicia what do you feel have you heard of this word thrown around about shrek yeah no it is a it's a very nice word and you probably don't hear a lot of people talk about it and i know when we shared with shrey this is what we want to interview you on because this is what we feel you portray and he was you know quite blown away by the fact that we think of him like that so it's definitely a really great topic and most of it stems within self confidence i think i think that's what it's dwelling more into is how can we be confident in our everyday life and that will naturally lead to elegance in everything that we do exactly yeah and talking about self confidence like if you cut back to 15 years ago poise wasn't on the horizon for <laughs> shrey at that time i mean it's you know obviously 15 years ago i was i'm 26 now so you can do your maths there but it's all about understanding you know the journey that you set out to, you're going through which is not voluntarily right you can't you can't choose to come to the world so if you're going to have one shot at at life itself then why not just make it the best right i know it sounds cheesy you've heard it in movies and you've heard people saying it a lot but it is true right if you're going to do something properly then do it properly you can't fit, like for the lack of a better word you can't half ass it right mm-hmm. you can't be like oh yeah that'll do you can't be complacent with a mediocre performance and yeah. through that over time if you develop yourself then everything will fall into place and hence poises harvested it's a long term process i mean even like it comes down to even talking about personal image and how you dress and right? and i remember i i think i've showed you guys pictures of when i was young <laughs> i've been buttoned up since like i was five i used to have like tailored suits Um and this is because I found a certain amount of confidence when I wear those clothes. And it's not because, you know, suits are only my thing. I I genuinely appreciate other types of clothing and other people love wearing jeans and whatever it is. So it's not really one definition. Right? Mm-hmm. I I feel amazing when I wear a suit or wear something smart, casual. Like I something that I'm wearing right now. I can't not leave the house without looking my best. Because mm-hmm. I I'm not sure how I would be feeling if I left with half assing my outfit because then it 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 deters me of my uh, self image. Yeah, that's true and I think I agree with the fact because you can't just do something 50%. You yeah. you either have that poison elegance um or you don't, but you if you are aspiring to incorporate that in part of your life because I really truly believe that how you do anything is how you do everything so you know if you're doing this in a particular way you would do different parts of your life in that exactly. in that same way yeah. yeah and if you're really good at studies and you have that discipline then it's not it's not a new battle when you go to the gym because you apply that same discipline but in a different vehicle right you have a petrol engine but it petrol is what goes in every single petrol engine right? it's not really about the what model it is what vehicle it is it's about the fuel as long as you have the fuel that's transferable and that's great mm. so it's not about oh i'm really great at studying but then i'm i'm suckish at you know going to the gym then probably people are going about it wrong because it's about applying your discipline and your consistency and your resilience like you said priya but it's not about you know saying this is two different things i don't see how they relate I mean, of course they don't relate studying and gym is two different things your sports are two three different things but is discipline is the common thread that mm-hmm. brings it all together so i really like the evaluation on clothes with 
you know, affecting your mood and the current period we're in, I feel like the way you dress does impact how you're feeling. And I'm a big believer of this. And it's true. I haven't seen Shrey ever in my life in a pair of jeans. Well, think. I have wore jeans. I just, oh. I'm very particular about... What jeans? Yeah, what jeans. Yeah. And how you rock it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. An example for me, I don't wear joggers. And this is a big thing. I've You'll never, ever, you know, ever see me wear, wearing joggers, but I'll wear like um, sports kind of leggings etc but also I also feel like clothes do affect your confidence and also affect how you come across to others you know you may hear the common theme of oh I was just popping out to the shops and I met someone from 10 years ago and, and they've seen me in a state I would never want them to see me in yeah my that. yeah my thought process is why leave your house in that compromisable position yeah. why not when you leave the house you're in that point where if I meet anyone I'm ready and also the way I look can you see in that scenario the way you look impacts your um, interaction with that individual that you haven't seen sure, 10 yeah. years ago right? yeah so I think one tip I want to give to all of the listeners is dress to impress in the sense that you're not dressing for other people but you're dressing for yourself and that if that instills confidence just go for it because I'm very much aligned with if I look good I feel good and this includes, from a female's perspective, anything from kind of hair and makeup and all the lovely mm. accessories that go with that. And what's your points on that, Shrey? Do you have a day where you feel like, you know what, I'm just going to just dress differently? Or what's your general style? I think, um, let's begin at the inception of it. It's a form of self-care, right? If you don't love yourself enough, then no matter what clothes you put on, they're not going to make a difference. True, very true. Right? So you can leave the house in like slippers with socks on, which is a fashion faux pas, by the way. They never do that, uh, even if you go into the shops. But it's like if you don't feel comfortable in any outlet, then it's it's not the clothes fault, right? It's, yeah. it's an internal mechanism that you need to fix up on. If you're willing to fix up on, right? It's not an obligation, of course. You're not, you're not required to love yourself if you don't want to. Because then it becomes then really difficult for somebody else to love you. You're not supposed to... Um, you can't harvest poise by being a burden. That's it. Bottom line. I know it's blunt, but that's the truth, right? No one's going to be around you be like, oh, you know, I had fun with that guy. But it's because they made you feel amazing, right? That's why we have chosen few friends. And it's because they make you feel a certain way. Like, if I speak to somebody and I leave that meeting and I feel like I did not have fun, am I going to go back? Probably yeah. not. Yeah. Well, definitely not. I'm not. Because I'm like, the, the least qualifying factor that I have is like, I don't want to be annoyed. <laughs> right? That's it. Like, why would you ever meet and hang out with somebody repeatedly where they make you feel inferior? Or you feel like, oh, it's a job talking to that person as opposed to for it to be free, uh, free flowing. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And it kind of goes back to the point on dressing because you could feel confident in anything in yeah. anything really but I, I feel like it does symbolize who you are so I genuinely feel like if you've got a style make sure it's in line with who you are and your you know the vision that the image that you want to portray and the vision that you have for yourself you know if someone's met you they'll be like oh that, that guy is always well dressed or that female is always you know well poised we can actually yeah. have use that term in terms of how you look but I really want to drill into the self-confidence bit and mm -hmm. go into... Because oh, I love how we've gone to poise and then defined it in our own way as self-confidence. So how can you literally have... We want to give our listeners you know, tangible actions. They're like, sure. yes, 
I want to, you know, I've listened to this podcast. Mm-hmm. What can I do now that's going to allow me to work on this poise, aka uh, self-confidence immediately? I think um, identify what is it that you need to work on, right? Any solution begins with identifying the problem itself. I'm not saying everybody has a problem. That's fine. I'm just, that's what I did, right? I figured out that over time in school, people said I was really shy, especially my teacher that parents' evening. I hated parents' evening. Everybody's like, oh, you know, Shrey doesn't talk much. And when I did talk, because I started to open up, oh, Shrey knows everybody. Oh, Shrey talks to everybody. Shrey fits in everywhere. I'm like, pick a, pick a struggle. You can't be, you can't struggle with me when I'm shy. You can't struggle with me when I'm talkative. Like, you can't have a, what is it in between? And it was just about identifying, am I going to be this shy person with everybody? Because mm-hmm. what if I'm missing out? What if I'm missing out on getting to know somebody because I couldn't have it in me to speak to that person? Right. So it's, for me, it was identifying, is this something that I want to live with for the rest of my life? It wasn't. And I was, I was okay with making that change because the only thing that I was missing out on was shyness. And that's a pretty good price to pay. And when you grow up and you feel um, <clears throat> going to get a job, right? And if you're going to go to university, you're going to be around a lot of people. And shyness is a currency that isn't going to be spent anywhere. Right? You have to make sure that you have the right aptitude and acumen to meet with a lot of people because they're not going to take their time to get to know you a little bit more better because it's a, the, the world that we live in is quite fast-paced. Right? People's attention spans are super low. Right? And it's not because it's a bad thing. It's because people want, of course, information fast enough, but they want to gauge whether this person is worth talking to or not. Mm. So you only have probably maximum 30 seconds of talking to that person, a new person, where they're like, oh, you know what, I want to carry on. Because within those 30 seconds, I've realized that people will make whether a decision to move forward with this conversation or not. And most of the times they will move forward, but in their mind, they've said no. And that's harsh, and I know, but it's fine because there are some other billion people living on the, on the planet, so that's okay. Great, I like that. And it's you've given that tip on identifying what do you want to work on just start from that and really move forward yeah. and alicia what's your kind of perspective on self-confidence because shrey's given some great um answers and i feel like we can add value in this area too so if someone wants to work on their self-confidence what would it be now with self-confidence for me at least i like to have my thoughts in order i like to have that clarity where i know what i have to do and Knowing what I need to do is what gives me confidence. I'm that type of person who likes to be organized and prepared. Um, Another thing I would say with self-confidence is being selfless and thoughtful towards other people. You know, how can I do something that would make somebody else smile and feel great? For me, it's all about radiating positivity. And, you know, that confidence will come from within when you have your own positive self-talk. What do you think about yourself? You know, going back to what Shrey said, you know, how are you loving yourself? What do you enjoy uh, about about you what do you like Mm -hmm. about you i guess is what i'm trying to say and that's what radiates positivity and within positivity comes being mindful and also being calm and i know shrey is one of the calmest people Mm -hmm. that i know he's always he always knows when when to speak and when to say the right thing because that's just the way he is that's over time at least before you're you know you grow up and you'll lash out because you're a teenager and you think you know the best because 
you're a teenager, right? <laughs> and that's fine. That's what they do. And it's okay. But I think it was this understanding whether do I want to be regarded as somebody who's loud and abrupt and just lashes out because they want to, or is it because actually have something valuable to say? So understanding when do you, when are you required to speak? Is it something that needs to be said or is it something that wants to be said? This is a clear difference between needs and desires, right? Mm, definitely. And also it's the words you use and Alshray always speaks so elegantly and that is heavily linked to his poise 100%. But Shrey, how do you feel about the terms that people use? You know, slang, the way people communicate, using abbreviations. We're living yeah. in a world of, you know, you know, I want to say I love you and I'll say I love why. It's <laughs> simple, but straight to the point. You say it to your family, friends, whoever you want to say it to. But yeah. how do you think in this world where everything needs to be a shortcut, how can we make sure that we're still forming full sentences? But it's okay. I mean, if it's like, if, to be honest, if anybody said I-L-Y, I'm out the door. Like, <laughs> if you can't finish this full sentence, then there's no point because you can't finish the full relationship then. It's At the least. effort as well. Yeah, exactly, right? And, and it's just, I don't get it. I mean, you have slang, that's all well. I still use it, right? <laughs> we still use words um, and that's Hello. okay. Yeah, right? That's fine. But it's understanding, you know, are you outgrowing it? Is your terminology, at least for me, it was really important because, of course, I'm an immigrant from India and I moved back in 2003. So English wasn't my first language, of course, but I had to build upon it because it comes through because, I, you know, I was new to the country. So there's a factor of bullying that came in as well, which is not the best for somebody who's new to the school. But over time, it was just about understanding, am I going to change it about myself or am I just going to accept the fact that I don't know the right vernacular and over time I just grew my vocabulary through reading more um, especially what my cousin told me like I would just pick up new words from the dictionary every single day and over time and you apply it in your day-to-day -day, uh, vocabulary and you'll be fine so it's not something that I set out to do it's, an, it's a years old process and I, I still do it every now and then it's because the, you're constantly in the mode of learning so it's it's a, like i said in the beginning right it's, it's a huge word there are so many different factors we've talked about appearance we've talked about self-care confidence now it talks about learning as well so if you're not pushing the boundaries of your inner self right um then good luck right <laughs> So now that we've sort of covered poise in our general life, in our everyday routine, mm -hmm. I think it'd be really interest, interesting to um, look into having that poise in, in the workplace. And I know Priya, this is a good question for you because being a female who manages a, a big team of men as an engineer, you know, you must be doing certain things to, to hold your ground and portray that poise um, in your career. I like this and we're moving into different areas of life, you know, poise at work. Brilliant. This is a whole new topic on its own, but yes, it is. for me, I'm definitely going to go into the approach of having a very consistent image. So for me, being approachable is a skill that you can't just say you're approachable, you need to act approachable. And the way you do this for me is, and how this links to poise is being very consistent with your attitude and having that calmness because it shouldn't be where one day you're at this level, the second day you're there, fourth, you know, fourth, fifth day, 
you're in a, in a bad state. So if someone calls you, you're totally not in the in the right frame of mind. As someone who is managing and leading people, you want to be that person who is consistent any time of the day. And especially in the field that I work, that is very much the case. Mm. So I want to portray an image where I am myself, but also can demand respect and can also go about my life in in the workplace as a female, but still empowered within my role. And I find this a genuine challenge as well, because remember here in this podcast, we're not just here to just go over, you know, everything's all fluffy and rosy and everything fantastic. Yeah. It's being real as well. I feel like managing men is a, a whole category in itself. And we can come into scenarios where some men don't like to be managed by a female or they will have that element of you may know not you may not know what you're exactly doing or saying but i feel like in terms of management it's a very universal approach once again you know if you are consistent it doesn't matter if you're male or female your style should be the same i hope that i hope everyone can relate to that because you will show leadership and all all of this at every level at the way you work you know there's there's no set um, position to portray that exactly there's no one size fits all solution because you're not looking to manage men you're looking to manage employees and they aren't just men right and yeah it's cool and it just comes down to the fact you know you said about demanding respect it's because you respect yourself enough right mm. i remember that there are certain terminologies you can use at work where it sets the tone from the get-go Right. I remember um, when I was training this one new team member and on the first day he called me bro. I'm like five years older than him. It's not that I don't appreciate that term of affection, but you don't know me like that. At that point, I am your, I guess, your supervisor. So I said to him, like, excuse me, what did you just call me? And he's like, oh, I called you bro. And I'm like, I respect that and I appreciate you saying that, but let's just keep it professional in this way because it's, it's very difficult um, at least I'll give you that constructive feedback, but other people may not be that nice. So I'm, I'm caring for you from an employee's point of view, but you have to. I told him that you have to have a thin line, um, for, enough for you to see uh, where those boundaries lie for yourself in the in the professional space. Yes, I like that, and I like the term boundaries as well within poise and having that level of what you're going to accept mm-hmm. and what you're not going to accept. So, Alicia, what do you feel? you could add in terms of boundaries if you identify your own personal boundaries then you'll be able to respect other people's boundaries and i think that links really well um, into time boundaries you know if i have something in my calendar um, i'm not going to double book if there's Mm. a special occasion I don't want to schedule in business meetings and it's having those time boundaries for myself and then same when it comes to families or you know my social life uh, personal relationships uh, etc so you mean me then (laughs) yeah i guess so top top (laughs) of that list brilliant i really love how this has all kind of flowed through we've covered so many topics but shrey the last thing we want to do is actually get five tips from you which will harvest self-confidence to portray poise all right so you've had to narrow it down to five really difficult of course but let's just go with um, practicing self-care it has to be it has to be an internal change at first it's not it's never going to be external within right it has to go from inwards to outwards so practice your self-care 
uh, take care of yourself. Tell yourself that you're good looking. Tell yourself <laughs> that you're smart, right? Because if you can live that, then other people will be able to see it. Yes. People, other people can see it, but it won't matter until you see it for yourself. Yeah. And it's that's just the ultimate thing. Everything else is secondary. If you don't, like I said, if you're a burden on other people, then unless they really, really, really love you, they won't be around. And people go through this life only having a few best friends and only having one partner. So you better choose the right one, but you have to be the right person for yourself so that the other person can see the value within you. So then that's when they supplement it with their own existence, right? That's self-care. But the second one would be like, personally what I did was um, work on a more of a tangible action plan in terms of, you know, vocabulary. Uh, understand the terminology that you're using. Is it something that you're comfortable with? Right? Because there are so many words in the English language and there's so many languages in the world. If you're um, bilingual or trilingual, read upon your languages. Right? I speak Gujarati and Hindi, a little bit of Punjabi and a um, little bit, like 0.1%. I understand most of it, but I know that I could do better and I have, I could always say, you know, I have the rest of my life to do it, but then we never know, right? God forbid. So work in your, you know, vocabulary. Um, if you want to, of course, it's just something that I did. I know it's worked wonders because the way you carry yourself through your words, people will remember the word that people use and they'll attach it to your personality because apparently I carry poise like none other. <laughs> and that's fine, right? And I appreciate that um, pedestal that you put me on. And it's only because, you know, I didn't set out to, of course, you know, be um, graceful and poised when I was 15 years old. I set out to be good at voicing my inner thoughts. Because if you limit on your words, then no matter what you're thinking internally, you can't really, you know, voice it out. Then you'll be limited on your words and it's, it's, it's gonna be a uphill struggle with that. Secondly, um, sorry, thirdly, of course, <laughs> I'm getting myself up my words. Um, thirdly would be to revamp your uh, wardrobe. If you're into like, you know, fashion, go for it. If you're not, it's fine. Just identify a certain style that works for you and introduce new color schemes that you make you feel confident and you know experiment it it's a trial and proven no one is born with a uh, stylistic talent um alicia's gesturing that she is and i know she is she's uh, <laughs> when i first met her back in 2016 i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say i have really good memories i'll remember the date and the timestamp, and i remember the first word that i used to describe her was elegance because she carries herself in a really um, graceful manner she thought I was just like, you know, chatting her up, but it wasn't. It was <laughs> partly that, of course. Um, she did look really great. Um, and she still does. It's not something that's past tense. Uh, fourthly, <laughs> have a stable outlook, right? The way you do anything is the way you do everything, right? Like uh, Priya and Alicia mentioned, you can't be really good at one thing and then lack in none of the aspects. So you have to have one stable outlook. You can't have a moving average, like us economists say. You can't have... You have to have one stable, consistent figure where people are like, oh, you know what? I enjoyed speaking to Priya, speaking to Alicia, speaking to Shreya because they were the same on that day as they were on that day. There wasn't a differing factor. I mean, you may be feeling differently because of your mood that day, but, you know, it shouldn't be like, oh, he was really different on that day. What's up? And he was really nice on that day. So something must have happened. So unless you're really great with your internal struggles and you don't let that show outwards, amazing. But some people have a filter, some people don't have a filter. And it only comes through like self-care. Are you really internal with your thoughts? And then finally, 
it's understanding how to establish your personal boundaries. If you don't respect yourself and you don't respect your time, you can't expect anybody else to respect it yourself. And I know, you know, the venture that we have apart from the podcast, we accountability is one of the key characteristics that we look out for. And it's in all areas of life. You can't be, you can't say you're accountable and not do what you've said because it's, it's, it laughs in the face of your own statement. Then it becomes for us really difficult to attach ourselves to that person and create a foundation with them because they'll say something, but you don't know whether to believe them or not. And it's not our fault. We're not here to be their parent, to teach them what accountability is. Of course, you know, if they're willing to learn, then great, but they have to be functioning adults at the end of the day. And I think that's about it. Five tips, more like five things that I worked on. They could be tips. They could be just ideas for you guys. Just pick and choose what you want to focus on, but don't pick and choose on what day you feel really great and what day you don't feel you, you know, feel great. <laughs> Sorry, I got my mixed up words there. Um, it, it's been a long day. I have, of course it has. It's been like, um, we've had a, a great um, conversation today and I, I'm glad that, you know what, it, it's been really cool to sit down with you guys and have this conversation about poise and elegance because it's, you know what, it's given us a platform to voice our uh, thoughts and it's a condition for us, but you know, the fact that we've shared it with other people, it's going, I hope it's going to go open up a, uh, a whole new conversation virtually, of course. Mm. And we welcome anybody who feels differently or feels in tandem with us. Everything is welcome. We value everybody's thoughts. But that, that's all I have to say. Brilliant. And the last one is, are there any books that you would recommend to our listeners to focus and kind of harvest and grow in the area of poise? I think the, the most recent one that I read was The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem because I wanted to revisit what those things are, what is self-esteem, because, you know, it's, it's like self-image, but it's, it's such an ambiguously defined word. You have to understand what it actually means. So I went back to re- read it and it's by Nathaniel Brandon. I mean, check it out on Amazon. It's pretty straightforward. Um, it's a very tangible book. So it'll give you like, you know, action plans in place and you can implement it, align it with your own characteristics and build upon it. And it's not just, you know, self-esteem in one area of your life. Apply it to your work life, apply it to your love life, whatever you want to do, right? Because it'll be one foundation to build everything upon. And I think that fits really well with what Systematic is all about, you know, aligning ourselves mm. and um, finding those actionable points that we can apply in our lives. So we really enjoyed having you on tonight. I think that's a biased opinion on my end. I always <laughs> enjoy Shrey's presence, but we're really uh, happy to have you on board sharing your experience your knowledge and, and your thoughts on those things. And I like the fact that everything that you've shared is has come from who you are as a person, what you've learned and um, grown into over time. So we really appreciate you being part of our um, episode. Brilliant. Uh, thank you so much, Shrey, for sharing all of your insights and definitely thinking, you know, it's systematic and that's the sister is Alicia and I and you're definitely the matic part. So I really like the way this synergy has just been so organic and we didn't even expect it to actually flow like this. So I'm very, very happy and grateful. So we hope that you have been able to adopt a new systematic approach to embodying poise into your everyday life. And that is to our listeners and also to us as well. And we would really appreciate anyone that is listening to follow this podcast on Instagram at systematic underscore and definitely rate and review. We would love to hear your thoughts on this particular episode and the previous one. 
So it's been an absolute pleasure. Take care, guys, and speak to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.